The following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. Is WrestleManiacs with Waylon and Tyler. Join us as we break down all the exciting action regarding the WWE that keeps us all watching. It's WrestleManiacs with Waylon and Tyler. What's up, all you WrestleManiacs? Welcome back to episode number two. Tyler, what is up? We have a lot to cover this week. Uh, we sure do have a lot to cover, Waylon, and it's hard to believe it's already episode two. Absolutely. We just want to say thank you all so much for the love and support. We appreciate you guys watching these episodes. We hope you love what you see. Thank you for everything you guys do to show us the love and support. We are going to get started with the first breaking news of this week. So, former WWE Sir Drain The Rock Johnson surprises 21 Make a Rich Kids at Universal Studios. Last year, he donated $100,000 to them. And this year, the Today Show posted on their X account a four-minute video of Mr. Johnson and all the kids together. The Rock said Make a Wish has always been something dear to him. What an awesome guy he is, Tyler. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a fantastic uh, human being. It it tells you his character to uh, surprise these Make-A-Wish kids. And if people don't realize the impact, the importance of people granting the wishes to all these kids who are going through these illnesses and they're very sick, uh, John Cena is a, a prime illustration and uh, people such as The Rock. We're talking not just wrestling. This man is uh, known throughout entertainment, um, film, you name it, uh, the rocks all over it. He's built up his own brand just on his name alone. So I am just so uh, pleasantly uh, surprised myself in a good way that the rock would would do such a uh, kind-hearted gesture. And uh, I'm not shocked at all. Uh, so major uh, credit goes to the rock. Absolutely. And uh, next we have uh, the WWE announced 14 athletes that they have signed to their NIL program. It's their fourth class. I think it's going to be a tremendous class, or at least it's got some upside concerning the potential factor of uh, all these athletes. It's not uncommon, Waylon, for a lot of uh, wrestlers to come from a, a football background, an amateur wrestling background, a gymnast. Uh, WWE are looking for people who stand out, who are not just different, but they have a star quality to them. It's part of their characteristics. So I think it's uh, a testament to the Performance Center and what the machine that is known as World Wrestling Entertainment 
it's going to be able to do, but it's also going to be up to the talent. So what are, what are your thoughts? Absolutely. I want to disagree with you. All I want to say is good luck to all 14 athletes. Best of luck with everything you do with this company. Absolutely. And, and then we have an injury update on Braun Starman. Braun Starman has been out of action since May 1st with a neck injury. He had to get spinal fusion surgery. Durbin, now Durbin, an interview with India's News 18, Shawman shown an update. He said that he did his five-month checkup and got mentally clear to start lifting weights. He said he lost 35 pounds just sitting around for eight weeks due to not eating like he usually does. So now he's trying to put the weight back on, and his goal for 2024 is to continue this. He goes back after the first of the year to have another checkup done. And then his next goal is to get back into the WWE ring. Good luck on your recovery, Braun. Tyler, what do you have to say? I wish him the best. Braun Strowman is a physical specimen. I mean, I, I wish I could lose the weight and then pack on the muscle. Uh, he's an inspiration, uh, the monster among men. Can't wait to see what Braun Strowman is going to do when he does, in fact, return to the company, meaning WWE. And I, I like what he said in an interview that he wants to come back and honor his friend Bray Wyatt, and he's going to do that. I, I've just uh, grown to really appreciate and respect Braun Strowman, not only as a performer, but as a man. And he just looks more fierce than ever, even from this picture. And trust me, he he's going with his regiment and the way he knows how to work out, he'll he'll be just fine. Absolutely. I agree. And next, we've got TKO considering scaling back on their WWE house shows. It's part of a cost-cutting measure. Uh, to me, it's it's not a surprise, even though house shows are, are fun for everybody. And you almost hate to hear it, but you understand from a business perspective as to why WWE needs to do this. Hopefully they don't have to cut them all, but it, it sure sounds like it. I think from my, my research, Waylon is TKO chief operating officer. Mark Shapiro had revealed this news and it's became a major headline. So we'll just have to wait and see. But from your perspective, uh, share a little bit on, on how you feel about it. Well, I think it's sad that they're cutting back on household. I just hope that because they are doing it, that they will pour more time into Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and the pay-per-view going forward. You never know uh, what the reasoning, the motivation uh, thereof might be, but that is definitely one of the big headlines. Absolutely. And I think that'll do it for news, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. That does it for the breaking news for this week. At this time, we're going to go into the comments section as we are live on Facebook.
Facebook, the WrestleManiac Facebook page, and the WrestleManiac YouTube page. We have Steve Fox watching. Hey, Steve. Steve Fox says, We'll love to see Braun come back with Bob Dallas in honor of Bray Wyatt. I agree. That will be amazing. Yeah, I would. So thank you, Steve, for your comment. Thank you for anyone else who is watching. Make sure if you leave a comment that we will get back with you throughout this live stream. At this time, we are going to go in to the raw results. So first, we had Drew McIntyre open raw this week, Tyler. I love Drew's answers. He has one of the best. So oh, he, he does, and he's brought back the sword. Yeah, part of me. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. So he got on the mic and welcomed everyone to Monday Night Raw. He talked about how Raw is the land where everyone seems to have lost their minds lately. He says they are liars hypocrites, cowboys, and just plain idiots. He discussed what happened last week with Seth Rollins and Mom. Sammy Zhang then came out. They had some words, and then the match officially started. Overall, the match was pretty good, and Sammy gave it everything he had. That moonshot was amazing. That flying elbow to the head was epic. Both wrestlers went at it back and forth on each other, and then a claimer for the win. So here is your winner, Drew McIntyre. Now, I have to know, Tyler, what were your thoughts on this match? Well, the, the match was fun. Uh, to me, it was the promo by Drew McIntyre. Uh, you alluded to it, calling out all, of, all the hypocrites, part of me, and, and liars, and the ones who have went away to return. And Drew McIntyre's fed up with uh, putting up with all of these uh, people that seem to be rewarded because they're not loyal. He's a Scottish warrior. Uh, Sami Zayn brought up his family. When you have creative that's invested in a character like a Drew McIntyre, uh, the sky's the limit. So I, to me, uh, the match was very good. You broke it down. There's no need to add any more commentary. But I, I wanted to go back to how valuable the promo by Drew McIntyre and Sami Zayn, the exchange of making it personal because you have to make sure you're going to suspend my disbelief for me to want to buy in to uh, what you're trying to sell me on TV. Absolutely, I agree. And then coming back from commercial, we saw Sami Zayn backstage getting tenter, and out of nowhere, Drew McIntyre attacked him again. Wow, to say the least. 
What were your thoughts on that, Tyler? My, my thoughts are, why not? You don't want to overdo these backstage segments. But I just got done saying how intense and personal it was. So why not have Drew McIntyre just assault Sami Zayn backstage and try to make sure, hey, listen, I may try to end your career. And that's his intention. Of course, we, we know Sami Zayn wanted time off away from his family. But if you're wanting right. to watch a show that has got the entertainment value and, and of course, the wrestling, you're going to want to see these guys not like each other. Uh, Drew McIntyre not satisfied with just the matchup, the result. He, he wants more. So I, I was fine with this kind of uh, interaction because we, we haven't seen it enough. So as long as you don't overdo something and it's still fresh and you can tell it in a different way, it makes me uh, interested. Absolutely. I agree with you. And then after we saw Drew McIntyre attacking Sami Zayn, we went backstage to Becky Lynch and then Nia Jax walked up to her. I have to say, Tyler, that was an awesome moment. Is this the start to a Nia Jax versus Becky Lynch? I believe it's got to be because they have told the story on at least a weekly basis leading up to Nia Jax confronting the man, Becky Lynch. And there's a lot to tell. I think we spoke about it, Wayland, last week on the first episode. There's the history between the two. Becky Lynch has to give credit to Nia Jax for becoming the man. I believe it was Survivor Series. It was uh, the brands going to war, and it was Nia Jax who who literally broke the nose of Becky Lynch to give her this uh, new lease on her character. So Nia Jax has always been betrayed as this bully and as somebody that's been away, and, and Becky Lynch has taken pride in, in uh, saying that she's been relevant while Nia Jax has been away. So it, it gives Nia a reason to disdain uh, Becky Lynch even more, just uh, translating into more dislikement for Becky Lynch. So I believe we've got to see uh, a culmination of a matchup, but this is how you do it. You you tease backstage or in the ring, and maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, Waylon, because we get so darn excited. Wayne? <laughs> but I believe we've got to have an encounter. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you 100%, Tyler. And now we went on to Nia Jax versus Shania Blazer. This match between the former tag team, Overall, this match wasn't horrible. Couldn't have been a tad better. I would have loved to see Shania win, but Nia Jax ended up winning this match. Tyler, where do you see this story going as Becky Lynch happened to came out after the match? But Nia was like, wasn't having it. She was like, nope, not tonight. Nope, leave, leave. That's what Nia was doing. So where do you see this going, Tyler? I mean, it's hard not to say it. We're not going to see some sort of matchup. Uh, Nia Jax, it was very uh, compelling to see her leave and not want anything to do with Bacon Lynch once Lynch entered into the arena and got into the ring. We see Nia Jax departing, and she's sending a message here. 
she's saying, you're going to have to wait on my time. It's not about you, Becky. And that's kind of what they were implying. Just just my preference, my opinion. And uh, that's what they warranted with uh, Nia Jax stepping out of the ring. And I get why you had some disappointment, some possibly let down with Shayna Baszler. And I, I'm a big fan of, of Baszler. Mm-hmm. But for Nia Jax to be propelled into such a program with Becky Lynch, you had to give her the victory. It's not always about wins and losses. It's about how sometimes you can lose a match. So Baszler lost strong. Let's kind of look at it from that perspective, because sometimes I, I gloss over it and don't look at the other side of things. Absolutely. Well said. And next up, we get a DIY taking on Imperium in a tag team matchup. Two out of three falls was the stipulation. We are seeing Giovanni Vinci and Ludwig Kaiser having issues. So we're starting to see some disagreements among Imperial. It was the uh, ring general, Gunther, the Intercontinental Champion, who gave him an ultimatum. Really, ultimatum is uh, the right word. I should have went back to the grammar school there. But he was telling them, hey, listen, you, you better start winning some matches or you may not be a part of this group because I, I want excellence. I, I've brought some prestige back to the Intercontinental title. And with Gargano and Champa, they work well with Imperium. You've got two polished teams that, that know how to bring the story to life and what to do inside the square circle. Uh, Gargano created additional tempo for the matchup, it, meaning it sped up. And uh, each got a, a fall, and then it was DIY that wins with that man-in-the-middle finisher where it looked like it was a double knees. Uh, Waylon, mm-hmm. you can help me out there. I'll, I'll make the tag. How about that? We're talking tag team action, a tag team matchup. And I love this shot. Look at Tommaso Ciampa with the double clothesline to his tag. opponents and Kaiser and uh, Vinci here. Absolutely. This match was epic. Now with and premium. Do you see all three of the member eventually having a match, like a triple Fred match for the Intercontinent Championship with Gunther at like WrestleMania? Do you see that going to this play this way? They could. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could see where Gunther would end up facing his uh, teammates in Imperium, uh, Vinci or and Kaiser, but before we get to that possibility, it's going to be Vinci versus Kaiser first, and then add uh, Gunther into the mix. Uh, I don't know that we need to see it at WrestleMania necessarily, but it could be one of the uh, the roadblocks to get us to WrestleMania. Absolutely. And then we went backstage with Judgment Day, with Damian Priest staining the fan Balver. And Rhea Ripley was not there this week. But our truth happened to walk up to them. And he he keeps saying, I'm going to join the Judgment Day. I'm going to join the Judgment Day. But Judgment is not playing this. It's like they keep telling our truth to leave that, they, that he will not join Judgment Day. Now, do you see our truth? joining Judgment Day because he doesn't want to get beaten up? Or where do you see this happening with R-Truth? 
I could see a scenario that's likely where they welcome our truth in the judgment day only to uh, punish him or, or embarrass him for a period of time. And, and it needs to be short lived. I think our truth is a brilliant character. Uh, he, he's got the comedic elements down. He, he can actually be serious when he needs to be. You got to have versatility. But I, I don't see any long term plans that that need to be a necessity with our truth or judgment day. Mike, I agree. Next up, we get a women's tag team matchup. We get Caden Carter and Katana Chance versus Tegan Knox and Natalia. Natalia demonstrates this technical uh, ability combining her power. We all know about her strength. Carter and Chance provide an exciting offense, and I, I believe we touched on it in the first episode, Waylon. And uh, mm-hmm. Tegan ramps up her aggressive nature being in this duo with Natalia. I think it has helped her having a veteran like Natalia. Tegan Knox has got tons of experience, but you want to elevate her with this tag team. And and that's how you have to look at it. You don't need to overthink these things, even as, as people like us who are just fans, who are just enjoying this stuff. So Carter and Chance would win the match. Uh, You hate to see Natalia always on a losing end, but Uh what do we just say about Baszler? It's not always about wins. It's how you lose. And it's one way to get, this newer team that's on the main roster with Chance and Carter over. And that's why I think a victory was uh, merited here. Absolutely. I love seeing NXT Superstar come to the main brands. It's talented, it's awesome, and it brings more to the tag team titles. Well said. And uh, next we get... The American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, more of the interaction with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. We've uh, discussed how this is just keeps building, uh, getting more steam on it, continuing. Uh, he's responding. Uh, let's go back to Cody Rhodes, meaning he's responding to Nakamura to, to add some clarity here to the statement. He was terrified by the the paint, the, uh, the green mist, actually, mm-hmm. the poison mist. Of course, it was by a superstar that wore paint, the great Muda. Yeah. And it's his fault for not uh, catching on to the evidence by Nakamura. We, we see more of the video package. Uh, Rhodes wants to fight him, and Nakamura appears on the screen saying they have similarities, which is a truth because they're talking about their WrestleMania moments. Uh, Cody Rhodes wants to write another chapter in this uh, story of his to win mm-hmm. that covenant title away from Roman Reigns. Maybe it'll be Seth Rollins, but I think everybody would assume maybe it's Reigns if he's still champion, which. By the looks of it, he probably will be. But I digress. Uh, I, I like how the, it was. There was continuity with uh, the, their WrestleMania moments, talking Mike. about stories, saying plural. It's not, not just one individual. I like the mind games, the psychology aspect of Nakamura. Th- this darker, edgier side of his character and Cody Rhodes. It, it's bringing out more of his emotions. But we have only seen the tip of the iceberg. You could see this escalating. So, Waylon, mm-hmm. uh, give me your thoughts. I think this is an awesome storyline. I cannot wait to see where this goes. And I read both ships are the best in telling this story. Will we see Carnival versus not Sensei Nakamala? We will find out soon. Yeah, we will. And, hey, we got it more tag team action, another just... Phenomenal matchup. AJ Styles would be proud. I'm, I'm having a phenomenal shout out to him. Absolutely. Uh, but 
what about this matchup? Uh, you see Dominic Mysterio getting thrown in the German suplex by, I believe it's Julius Creed. Yep. Uh, his brothers Brutus made sure I get the names correct here. Uh, just so impressive. We talked about the technique, the smoothness, the fluidity. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a word that could, comes to mind. Uh, J.D. McDonough, what they had to do, Waylon, is they had to rely on their smarts uh, when right. uh, talking about Judgment Day because they were, were not going to be able to outpower these two. Uh-huh. Uh, their amateur backgrounds, the, the way they could lift, they can throw you all over the place. So right. if I'm in that position, I, I want to make sure, hey, listen, I, I'll do this hill tactic. I, I'll, I'll thumb them in the eyes. I'll, I'll kick them while the ref's not looking. I'm going to take every cheap shot. I'm going to grab a rope. That's where th- this comes into play. So they, they did a good job. I'm not going to, you know, waste anybody's time breaking it down. If they go back and watch the match, they'll, they'll get what we're talking about. So Waylon, uh, tell me uh, from your perspective going into this matchup, uh, do you like what WWE is doing with the Creed brothers and judgment day? With, I think with the Creed, JD? I think the Creed brother are very talented. They have what it takes to be a top tag team in the WWE history. JD and Mike, they did an amazing job during this matchup too. So good job, you guys. This was an awesome tag team match. I cannot wait to see where this takes the Creed brother and the Judgment Day. Me as well. Okay, everyone. So we was backstage. They went backstage. And we saw Adam Pearce with Seth freaking Rollin. Seth freaking Rollin was like he wants nothing to do with CM Punk. He will do whatever. He will do whatever for anything he wants, but he does not want to go anywhere near CM Punk. He will do whatever they want him to do, but he does not want CM Punk. When Adam Pearce gave Seth Rollins bad news, he said, Seth, I know you have your issues with CM Punk, but I'm sorry to tell you I am inviting CM Punk to rob this Monday because I want CM Punk to sign with Monday Night Raw. Seth Rollins did not like it, but it is what it is. So Tyler, we already seen CM Punk came back at Survivor Series. Then he came back the Monday after Survivor Series, where he did an amazing job on the mic. Where do you see this going? Do you think CM Punk's going to sign with Raw, or is he going to sign with SmackDown NXT? Might be a good swerve if he doesn't sign with Raw. But think about for the future, even if he doesn't become a part of the red brand, uh, Seth Rollins and CM Punk have some animosity in real life going back to Ring of Honor or maybe a previous promotion uh, prior to WWE. So I, I like the way they're they're bringing it out with the uh, interaction with Adam Pierce and uh, Seth Rollins. Uh, CM Punk to have the confrontation with Seth Rollins, even if he doesn't sign a contract to Raw, would make some amazing TV just to see those two finally meet with each other. Now, we we heard about the interaction and saw the viral video footage of the mm-hmm. way Seth was uh, flipping off CM Punk. And a lot of people think or thinks that's uh, part of an angle, which it could be. 
I think it's brilliant either way. Why not to answer the question? And, uh, and we also got Seth Rollins and, and Jay Uso with a good confrontation to build up Absolutely. their main event match, which leads me to this point. Uh, speaking of transitions, thanks, Waylon. For You're the picture, welcome. we see the curb stomp by Seth Rollins on main event Jay Uso. Uh, I wanted to point out, though, before we talk about the matchup, 14 years since Jay Uso's relative Umaga, I believe, was it his uncle Waylon? I, I should have yes, done my homework like a little that, better. I believe, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I know they're kin. Yeah. Right. He dedicated the match to Umaga, who sadly passed away 14 years ago. So wanted to bring that up even briefly out of respect. Rollins wanted control early on, and then Uso would take it away from him. Uh, Rollins is another smooth worker. Uso has just became main event caliber thus the nickname main event ju so any prison mm-hmm. uh what i mean is he they they did a good job of making you think that uso was going to win the title he was going to survive the matchup it looked like he was going to win rollins would either get a shoulder up or kick out it, it made you actually think hey jay uso is going to do it even if you assumed uh, rollins was going to re- retain Mm-hmm. Uh, so they they did a uh, a good job here, and it it was an exciting matchup, and they got time, even though it they go to commercial breaks because yeah. it is on network TV or right. at least one of the TV stations, so it makes sense. And and you tell me what you thought. This match was epic. I love that Jay Uso did an amazing job. At first, everyone thought he was going to win, but Seth Rollins ended up winning, and then Tyler. What happened after this match? Drew McIntyre's had enough. It's not just with Sami Zayn. He He's talked about how the bloodline did him wrong, and we're seeing Jey Uso pay the price at the hands of the Scottish warrior Wade Barrett's even backing away. We know how tough mm-hmm. Wade Barrett is at commentary, but he's got the respect for these guys. Hey, I don't want any part of this. And look at the fans' reactions. I mean, it, it's one of those shock in all moments it's a good way to end the show you don't want to overdo it once again it's like the backstage segment but if you get somebody like drew mcintyre he, he's attacking jay so he's throwing him on the table here he claymored him before it if you, you go back and watch it and then you get where seth rollins also uh, gets thrown across the announce table so it's a it's a good way to leave us uh wanting more for the next episode of monday night raw absolutely and there you have it everyone the raw result if you are watching and tuning in on the wrestlemaniac facebook page or the wrestlemaniac youtube page let us know in the comments what you think of what raw meant to you last week if it was good if it was bad let us know in the comments so far we don't have any more comments coming in so at this point, we are just gonna jump in to the SmackDown recap. So yeah, let's do it. SmackDown open with the official theme by Horny, with the name of the song was Ren, featuring Morgan Wallen. This theme song to open tribute to, to the troop was amazing. Tyler, what do you find of this theme song? 
I, I like the theme song a lot. I, I've got a lot of uh, admiration for Morgan Wallen, and, and Hardy does a good job. I, I'm trying to get more familiar with his music, um, but I, I like this song. Very fitting for a tribute to the Troops show, and and uh, I enjoyed it. Absolutely. And then, tribute to the trip, open with God Bless America by The War and Treaty. They did such an incredible job. It was beautiful. What do you find of God Bless America, Tyler? That's uh, probably one of my favorite renditions I've heard in a long time, at least by some new artists. And uh, if, if you look at his background, I believe the uh, the guy that was singing as part of this uh, this couple, this duo, is that he served in the military. So it was very appropriate that. They did God Bless America for a tribute show to the brave men and women who who serve our country, not only within the USA, but abroad, internationally. So I, I thought it was done very beautifully. Absolutely. I agree. And next, we've got a first round matchup for the United States Championship Tournament. Uh, I love seeing all the uh, our brave men and women uh, in attendance. And we uh, see Escobar and Dragon Lee, more of the uh, continuation of these two guys. I'll tell you two spots in the match real quickly that I, I like that Santos Escobar was doing to show he was going to be more vicious and vindictive was the DDT to Dragon Lee while Dragon Lee was hanging off the, the middle ropes, the uh, apron power bomb. Uh, yet Dragon Lee showed us more of that high-flying offense where he, he does the, the leap and the dive over the top ropes. Uh, very innovative. Uh, can't say enough good things about Dragon Lee and Escobar. And even though I didn't watch NXT, Dragon Lee did defeat Dominic Mysterio, who would spit in his face to make it more exciting yet personal for their matchup at NXT Deadline, which was just, I think, fairly close geographically. And uh, I, I thought this was a, a, a pretty good matchup. Absolutely. I co-agree more. Dragon Lee does an incredible amount, uh, an incredible job with this match. He is an incredible superstar, to say the least, and he is a feature WWE Hall of Famer. Yeah, I mean they they keep uh, keep you interested in what Dragon Lee is going to do, and and I'm with you. He he keeps yeah. on this kind of uh, role and track. He he's going to be in the Hall of Fame and. And uh, even Escobar, but both these guys have have worked hard, you know, with a lot of tremendous upside is what I was getting at. And mm -hmm. obviously, WWE and or they wouldn't be in that spot. Absolutely. And then Randy Orton was backstage with the general manager of SmackDown, Nick Ordis. OMG, this was great. He was like. Why did you have to team me up with LA9? I don't even know this dude, or if I can even trust him. Nick was like, it's fine, R10. You want the bloodline? He wants the bloodline. The fans want to see this match. I want to see this match. So it's going to happen, and it will be all right. And then he was like, on in, wait a second. This was only supposed to be $50,000. You gave me $100,000. And Orton was like, oh, yeah, that's for next time. 
<laughs> wow, Tyler, what did you find of this? And him saying, well, this is next time. My perspective is it's it's typical Randy Orton. Uh, just when you think you can trust him, uh, Nick Aldis got him to sign because he appealed to his his nature of of wanting to get redemption on the bloodline. And uh, even Nick Aldis was not safe uh, last week on Friday Night SmackDown. So Randy Orton was saying, hey, I'm, I'm kind of saying this in a nice way, but I'm still going to threaten you. Uh, watch your back. You never know when I can strike. I'm the Viper for a reason, the Apex Predator. So I had no problem with the segment. Right. I loved it. It was amazing. And next up, we see Cody Rhodes embracing the fans. He He's a man of the people, much like his father, Dusty Rhodes. But uh, the American Nightmare knows how to make an entrance. And he requested, Waylon, that he be a part of this show. Absolutely. Knowing that it's going to be dedicated to our, our armed forces. And that's very notable on the behalf of uh, Cody Rhodes. And, and there's not much to break down concerning his promo. It's not that it wasn't good and passionate and authentic because we all know Cody can uh, deliver on the microphone, but he, he showed us a video package of another great and John Cena. And it showed us some of the highlights of, from some of the past uh, tribute to the troops uh, programs. So I thought it was a, a nice touch for this uh, Friday night SmackDown where they were honoring uh, the true heroes. Yeah, absolutely. It was a great promo too. And we get another first round uh, qualifying match for the United States Championship. Uh, Bobby Lashley taking on Karrion Cross with Scarlett. I will say both these gentlemen have some uh, immense entrances into the arena. Uh, Karrion Cross may have him by a little bit due to having Scarlett. The whole presentation is so dark and eerie and, and got a little bit of creepiness to it, but in a good way. Uh, I enjoyed the matchup. Very physical and hard-hitting. The intensity was uh, there. You could tell by the forearms that Karen Cross was was putting on Bobby Lashley. There was a, a few spots, too, where Bobby Lashley clotheslined Karen Cross on the outside. He also, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if it was a suplex or just tossing, but you, you talk about two guys of equal size and, and even height, and they're just uh, superhuman as far as their athletic ability, especially Lashley with his strength, and he served in the military, so I, I like that he got a chance to uh, to wrestle in front of uh, some fellow uh, military personnel here. Absolutely. So, Waylon, uh, yeah, give me your takeaways. This match was incredible. Bobby Lashley is such an incredible athlete. Kelvin Curse is an amazing. I can't wait to see where they go in their career. I know they both have what it takes to make it to the top. So good job, you guys. And Tyler, I have to say, it is amazing to see the brave man and women in the crowd watching this match. It makes your heart feel good, does it not, Waylon, to, to see it all does. our, uh, yeah, the, the the true heroes, exactly what I'm implying, the, the men and women who are sacrificing their lives, uh, not only here at home, but abroad. And it, it's just such a nice touch for anybody, but especially WWE, to continue to do this. And, and you said it for 21 years, I'd, mm -hmm. and I, I love this tradition. You had the Army-Navy game the next day, Brad Nessler from... CBS Sports got to send in and do commentary for the matchup. So I love the cross promotion. 
uh, brilliant move, but very fitting at the same time. And yeah, I, I love seeing the, the sea of not only regular fans, but you've got some uh, real superheroes in our armed forces. So God bless them. And, and we thank them for their service. Absolutely. And then we went backstage as Damon's control was shown. These are getting interesting real quickly. Bailey is still being treated unfairly. Is it just a matter of time before we see babyface Bailey again? So Tyler, what are your takes on this storyline? And where is damage control heading? I think damage control is getting tired of Bailey. Uh, I mean, we're seeing it, even though it's going to be interesting, and I'll, Waylon will be able to elaborate on this more because there's more damage control uh, still ahead. But mm -hmm. to see these interactions backstage, I think everything flowed well. I'm not meaning to just prefer SmackDown this week, but I, I felt like there was just, because it was tribute to the troops and with all due respect, there was just more more going on as far as star power. Not that the, you don't have stars on on the USA Network for Raw, you know, for that program. But what I'm meaning is you just damage control. It, it's another illustration of Asuka, Eoskan, Kairi Sane, and, and possibly even Dakota Kai. I don't know if Dakota Kai is going to end up joining Bailey or it's going to be Kai who joins uh, the women's world champion with Sane and Asuka to turn against Bailey, but eventually I think we're seeing some uh, dissension. Uh, the issues have been prevalent, and uh, I think this would be good because once you've had a good villainous run, uh, it makes for a even better babyface run, or at least that's a hope. Absolutely. Thank you for your feedback, Tyler. Oh, no problem. And hey, we we get CM Punk. And nothing against Cody Rhodes' promo, but this is the promo everybody kind of was here for. He was advertised. CM Punk returns us to Friday Night SmackDown. I believe this was a place where he had left. He had last been on SmackDown in this arena or somewhere in the area, from what I gather. I, I may be wrong. Somebody can help me out later in my research. Uh, but CM Punk, he he's definitely over. I mean, that's 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 an understatement. He gets the reactions. People know he's a star. A, a lot of the critics would say, why, why would you bring CM Punk back in? He's got all the baggage. He's burned the bridges uh, with upper management, with uh, the company. He's had these problems in AEW. But there's all, always two sides to uh, every story. And and for me, CM Punk, I'm not saying this to sound biased to WWE, and I mean no disrespect to AEW, but you can tell he's happier. He's, he's comfortable. I, I know it's still early. Uh, I don't want to judge anybody. CM Punk's got a new lease on life uh, regarding his wrestling career. Uh, you, you saw where he's already met up with uh, Cody Rhodes. He he mentions Kevin Owens, and we'll get more into that on Wayland's segment. But he addresses Roman Reigns and, and even congratulates him. But uh, it was a lot of the lines in this promo. It, it was typical CM Punk, and that's, that's a compliment because he's so good at this stuff and wanting to uh, – because he's abrasive. That, that's what the word I was looking for. But he told Roman Reigns, he's like, he, he said he's never here, even though he'll be returning next week. And he, he said he was the original Paul Heyman guy. Mm -hmm. And then he addresses Seth Rollins saying that, that Becky Lynch is the only man of that household. Because everybody knows, you know, going back to the, what we discussed on Raw. I have to with, say. Uh, Seth Rollins. 
Yeah, go ahead I, and continue. Interject. I sure. have to say, when CM Punk said that Becky Lynch was the man of the house, that was epic. I would have loved to see Seth's face. Oh, that, that would have been priceless. Uh, I, I would uh, agree. And he also mentions, hey, Cody Rhodes is not the only one who has a story still. He he wants mm-hmm. to compete at WrestleMania. So he never did uh, lay out if he's entering the Royal Rumble, but one might imagine he would, or he could be in another match that gets into WrestleMania. But I would think it would have to go through the Royal Rumble matchup. Uh, it's been 10 years, though, since he is came back. Right. He, he returned on Raw last week and now SmackDown. He was in NXT. I didn't get a chance to watch that promo with Shawn Michaels and he I believe he talked about the healing process and trying to resolve all these issues so I I love this version of CM Punk and no offense there was some promise when he came back to AEW but they are treating him with uh, the utmost respect and and that's just the difference right now it's not trying to be uh, biased to one promotion but you you just got to the evidence is right there in front of you. So that that's all I got to say. We could talk forever about his promo work and, and how stellar these segments are. It's just, it's almost hard to find the words because he is so good. Absolutely. And now everyone. Yes. CM Punk mentioned Kevin Orbans, how they share the exact same mind. And what was awesome about this statement, CM Punk went face-to-face with Kevin Owens backstage in a quick thing. Punk and Owens, as CM Punk mentioned Kevin and Wayne, that they look at stuff the same way. This was pretty awesome. Could we see them team up, Tyler? Or would they face one each? one another anything is possible i i could see them teaming up or being opponents i think uh, i said how cm punk was abrasive he had a lot of conviction uh the same can be said for kevin owens a lot of people would say they have a uh, various similarities and, and you could see it even punk referenced it in the promo and you can help me if i'm wrong waylon and uh i love how cm punk's just he, he's meeting up with a lot of these stars he's either mentioning he or a lot of the fans want to see. And it, it's, it's a great way that creative is doing it for the formatting the show. And then we see the bloodline uh, emblem there. If you're watching the and following us live on YouTube, this presentation where he talked about Paul Heyman. So Absolutely. he was tempted to knock on the door of the bloodline. So you never know that the possibilities, the directions they can go with these stories are just endless. So I'm, I'm, that makes us excited. I think it's fans. Right. Anyone who is watching on our WrestleMania Facebook page and WrestleMania YouTube page, let us know in the comments where you see CM Punk. Who would you like to see CM Punk face? Who would you like to see him do storyline club? Let us know in the comments. Please do. And now we go to Charlotte Flair versus Oscar. This was an epic match, a WrestleMania rematch between these two. Now, at first, all of Damage Control except Bailey was gonna be outside the ring with Oscar, but 
tons of other female superstars who does not like damage culture kick all of the damage culture members to the back so that we have a one-on-one matchup because of it being a WrestleMania rematch. Well, this match was okay, to say the least. It so had been better being a WrestleMania rematch, but that one it is. Bailey happened to come out of nowhere and, he- and helped Oscar win the match. Now, this was good, but breaking news saying Charlotte Flair got injured in the match. Tyler, what are your thoughts on this matchup, and what do you think of the news that WWE gave about Charlotte Flair being injured? Well, first of all, I just wish her nothing but the best. Hopefully it's not too severe, but you never know because it, it hurts. It's uh, They take a lot of risk. I mean, they're sacrificing a lot with their bodies and what they're having to do in the ring, Waylon. And I, I'm with you. It was a little bit of a, a letdown for this to be a rematch and knowing how good these two were together. And it, it showed during the match. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I like the story of Asuka hitting and moving. Uh, using that strategy in Charlotte, uh, making her make a mistake to where she's ex- exhorting her power. And uh, with the submission, the figure four into the figure eight, I'd love the transition of the move. And Asuka is such a unique performer. Uh, you could tell in the moonsault that Charlotte overshot, not meaning to. She They normally hit it, mm-hmm. or, or she does, pardon me. Uh, just uh, That was a mouthful. But Charlotte Flair, I don't know if that was the spot where she got hurt or it was another move. Uh, there was, I just saw in the viral footage or at least the picture of where Charles Robinson, who we're seeing in the picture, Little Nate, uh, who's, yeah. who's a great referee, and some of the he medical is. staff helping Charlotte. You could just tell she was in pain. So I just felt so bad for Charlotte Flair. She, Her and Asuka worked hard, so I don't want to demean their performance, but I'm with you. I felt like it could have been more, but maybe they're building to something more important. But you never know with this injury uh, how right. important it is if that's definitely going to affect plans. Yeah. Best of luck, Charlotte, on your recovery. Now... Tyler, Durbin CM Punk's statement in the ring, he talked about Connie Rhodes, right? He did. So we went backstage and he came face to face with Connie Rhodes. Connie Rhodes welcomed him back to WWE and then they shook hands. Where do you see this going? I could see them having a future matchup or maybe working together. Uh, just like we were discussing with Kevin Owens. I, uh, CM Punk said it. He's still got more of his story left to, to be told too. Uh, returning. It's not uh, where Cody Rhodes was the prodigal son. This is the rebel child that has uh, made his uh, comeback. So there's some uh, pretty neat stuff you could uh, put into this kind of rivalry or, you know, competitive, uh, not yellow. Is I guess the word I was looking for. I just need to finish it there. But uh, that makes me wonder. CM Punk's got to possibly be in the Royal Rumble matchup. They could do some even after WrestleMania. I mean, this this could be a WrestleMania matchup, but I think people will still want to see Cody Rhodes versus Roman, maybe CM Punk versus uh, Reigns. But 
possibly even CM Punk versus Seth. If he signs with Raw, you could see the logic there. Could you imagine Connie Rhodes versus Roman Reigns versus CM Punk in a triple threat? I, I could see it, and, and I'm all for it. Uh, sign me up. Not that let, I need to be in the ring with those guys, but right? I just to watch it. Yeah. Let us know in the comments, everyone who is watching, where do you see Connie Rhodes and CM Punk heading? Let us know in the comments. And yeah, we then, love hearing from everybody. Yes, we do. And then we got another backstage statement with CM Punk. He ran into Randy Orton and LA Nine. He said, good luck, boys. And then he walked away. Randy Orton looked on LA Nine and he was like, are you ready? And LA Nine said, yeah. And then he walked away. And Orton just had a look on his face saying, okay. And then it ended this statement. Now, I would love to see CM Punk and LA Nine as a tag team. That would be pretty interesting, to say the least. But will we get Randy Orton versus CM Punk? Let us know in the comments. Now, Tyler, where do you see this going? I just think it's a good way to tease future matchups, uh, whether they're aligning with each other or facing one another. Uh, L.A. Knight has just been, I mean, the way they have pushed him has just been perfect. I mean, he he tagged with John Cena. He's in, he's tagging with Randy Orton. Uh, he He's here with CM Punk. So they're they're just doing a lot of things correct uh, with uh, not just LA not not only with their their newer stars but even ones returning that have been established and that are going to be uh, your actual future Hall of Famers at least right now and I love how Orton and, and CM Punk meet backstage we we didn't get a chance to see this they didn't have time at Survivor Series or even on Raw mm-hmm. so it's it's a good way to that we know Orton's with SmackDown but we don't know where CM Punk's going to go. And so this CM, is a good way to kind of kind of leave it open. Right. CM Punk said, this will be tomorrow live on Monday Night Raw. CM Punk said, then he will let us know on Monday night where he is going to sign. So we will find sure out do. tomorrow night on 87 Sensor on USA Network. And now we are going to get into Tyler and the main event. And what a main event it was. We see the team of Randy Orton and L.A. Knight, who we just saw with CM Punk backstage. They are taking care of business against Jimmy Uso and his cousin Solo, representing the bloodline. A lot of things that I took down in my notes, or at least wrote down in my notes, uh, excuse me, is that not only is Randy Orton with the power slams and his movement, I mean, he's just so smooth, but also his punches. I mean, mm-hmm. that's one thing I, I took for granted going back and reviewing a lot of Randy Orton matches, and he reminded me uh, with uh, this uh, matchup. Uh, Knott comes in. There was a lot of quick tags on mm-hmm. behalf of Orton and L.A. Knott. 
And then we saw the bloodline uh, get their opportunity. They had to kind of try to outsmart uh, L.A. Knight and Randy Orton, which is hard to do, especially with uh, somebody like Randy Orton, who knows it all. I mean, he's he's seen it all. He's a talk about experience. And uh, but in the end, though, it would be uh, Randy Orton and L.A. Knight. It would be that uh, the finisher uh, by Randy Orton, the RKO to Jimmy Uso. I, I like that what they were. Uh, conveying with LA Knight and Solo. So you kind of had one on one matchups within a tag team match scenario. And uh, absolutely, I, I love LA Knight's finisher. It's it's blood force trauma, right? Is that what you call it? Yeah, and something like that. Myself. And Randy Orton yeah. was like, oh no. And he took Jemmy and he did the OKO instead. Yeah, see, that's why, hey, I made the tag to Waylon again. I knew there was something that, that led up. It's just, it, it's hard even when we can remember or recall uh, all these moments. But, you know, that's what's fun about it. We're, we're just giving our, our best uh, opinions on it. Absolutely. And this does it for the SmackDown research. Now, Tyler, why in SmackDown was incredible this past week? Yeah, they were both solid shows. I, I have to say, outside of Drew McIntyre and what he was doing, I have to give uh, a lot of my favoritism this week to SmackDown, due to tribute to the troops. They had CM Punk. They had Randy Orton. In, in a lot of ways, kind of unfair to Raw, even though Raw had a lot of star power. Absolutely. We got some more comments that came in. Steve Fox said, the SmackDown Palmer of CM Punk was the best. That's the, the problem everyone wanted for Raw. Yes, good point, Steve. They did. It was a tremendous promo, and it, he even alluded to he had more time. <laughs> Absolutely. On SmackDown. And then there's another comment. Remember, too, Punk used to team with the Young Bucks back in the early days. So it could be nice, a nice little job there. Yes, it could. Well, he he did. He referenced that Kevin Owens likes to knock out people. And Punk did say, I'm glad we, we got Steve in the comments to remind us that, you know, it's 2023 talking about the brawl they had that led to all mm -hmm. the problems in AW. But I did not know about Punk actually teaming with the Young Bucks. Uh, my, how things have changed. Too. Would you like to read the next comment, Tyler? I would. Steve Fox is back. We we love Steve a lot. Great friend of the show and, and to us. There are so many great opponents for Punk, Reigns, Finn Balor, Seth, Jey Uso, and Orton, to name a few, depending on which brand he lands. And you're so correct, Steve. There, there's That's what we talked about. The possibilities are endless uh, for Punk and Orton. And yeah, uh, another comment, Punk and Cody tag team would be a power duo. It, it would. It would be a power team. Certainly. Oh, not Punk, but Kevin Owens. I misspoke there. Owens teamed with the Bucks. Don't worry about Steve. Uh, you know, Owens did have that going back to, I'm guessing, Ring of Honor. Hey, listen, if you you hear me enough, I, I misspeak a lot. So, Absolutely. We all make mistakes. It's a pun of it. Yeah, we do. I, I'm, we're just having fun, man. Well, you know, we're just uh, along for the ride, are we not? Absolutely, Tyler. And now, everyone... We have some more coming your way, but right now we are gonna play our very first ever commercial. 
So we will be right back with WrestleManiacs. Whoa! Breaking down the current news and results of WWE, we hope you're enjoying WrestleManiacs with Waylon and Tyler. That's right, Tyler. Hailing and reacting to recent news and results of WWE is mind blown. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash at WrestleManiacs, Waylon and Tyler. And give the show a like and ring the bell so you get notified when we are live, meaning we are going live. Also, check us out on our Facebook profile pages as they will be included in the description. And I also want to tell everybody about a podcast that I have on SJP World Media called Tyler's Takedowns, where I discuss old school wrestling and the wrestling of today. And a special shout outs to Positively Awesome Wrestling and Chain Wrestling, who's also a part of SJP World Media. Whether you love Raw or SmackDown, we bring the best of all the incredible performers of WWE. All right, and now back to WrestleManiacs with Waylon and Tyler. All right, we are back on WrestleManiacs. We are. We hope I, I was you almost at a loss for words. Yeah. yeah, we hope you enjoy the first ever commercial. It was fun pulling it together, wasn't it, Tyler? No, it, it was a lot of fun. It, it took several tries because you, you try to get everything correct, but I, I thought it it uh, sounded great, uh, if I do say so myself, even if we are involved. I mean, we, we got to give ourselves a little pat on the back every now absolutely, and then. Absolutely, absolutely. And now, everyone, we are going to give you a highlights of what is in tune for Raw tomorrow night. On USA Network, we will hail from CM Punk. This is going to be big. I cannot wait. What about you, Tyler? Oh, uh, to get it, CM Punk on Raw has uh, already got me engaged, and it's going to have to be awful good to top his SmackDown promo, but I, I trust and have faith in CM Punk that he could outdo himself. Absolutely. Now, this next thing, it's not a match, but Becky Lynch is going to call out Nia Jax tomorrow night. Where do you see this going, Tyler? I think we may see a, a little bit of a brawl, or, or at least enough to uh, tease us. I mean, who knows? I, I'm just looking forward to seeing where this is starting to head more, because I, I think we're going to see more of the the story arc between uh, Becky and I with this uh, confrontation on Raw. Absolutely. And then we will have Connie Rose versus Shisuke Nakamala. I felt this is going to be an epic matchup. I am going to go with Connie Rose to win. Tyler, while you takes, and who are you going to go with to win? I don't know that we're going to get a... a clean-cut finish with this one. I think this could build to uh, something even bigger between Rhodes and Nakamura. It may just give us a preview. 
Yeah, you're right. It can. And then, everyone, I don't know if this is going to be the main event, but we are going to have main event Jay Yusha versus Drew McIntyre. I will love to see Jimmy Yusha win, but like me and Tyler was talking backstage before we went live, I agree with Tyler that to build this storyline, they have to have Drew McIntyre win this. Tyler, what are your thoughts on this match? I think Drew needs the victory. Uh, he doesn't necessarily need to dominate the whole match for them to uh, make Drew look strong. I think mm -hmm. you could, you have enough story here. And uh, as much as I like Jey Uso, I just think Drew's in the driver's seat and, and keep him moving. I mean, I, I like this this uh, progression of more of the uh, the heel persona that Drew McIntyre uh, made people appreciate his character work because uh, it's believable. It is, it is. So we can all wait for Raw tomorrow. And now, everyone, Tyler Peter is going to go over what is going to happen on SmackDown this Friday. Yes, and it doesn't get much bigger than this. It, with all due respect to CM Punk, Drew McIntyre, Cody Rhodes, and, and everybody, and uh, Becky Lynch, Roman Reigns returns this Friday night on SmackDown. The, the tribal chief, the head of the table, the undisputed WWE um, champion, Roman Reigns himself, leader of the bloodline, Waylon. It's going to be just an incredible SmackDown. I, I wonder if he's going to kick off the show or end it, or be somewhere at the top of the hour. Regardless, it's going to get viewership. It's going to draw the fans' interest. It already has ours. Right. I mean, share with me uh, what you're expecting from Roman Reigns on SmackDown. He's probably going to let us know when he thinks of Sam Punk, Connie Rose, anyone who does not like him. He's going to let us know when he thinks, and then he's going to say no one is going to take that title away from him. So let us know in the comments what you think Roman Reigns is going to be saying on SmackDown. Now, do you think that Roman Reigns is going to be worrying about the wise men, Paul Heyman? Because a little bit during the storyline between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, there was a time where Paul Heyman turned his back on Roman Reigns to side with Brock Lesnar. Do you think Roman Reigns is worthy that Paul Heyman is going to turn his back and join with CM Punk again? Let us know in the comments. Tyler, what do you think of what I just said? I think he may not show it early on, but I think that's a, that's a good building point. For a story, I, that, that's a fantastic point, Waylon. And uh, yeah, we've seen it before with, with Lesnar. Uh, Punk referenced that Paul Heyman uh, was once aligned with him. Maybe mm -hmm. Punk uh, starts out babyface and goes heel. Uh, as much as I appreciate Roman Reigns as this heel, maybe it's time for him to become babyface. I don't know. And, and if CM Punk turn heel, people are still gonna trail for him no matter what, because. WWE, oh, they're they're going to love him. Yep. WWE thinks if they turn someone hell, the crowd's going to boo them. Kind of like Trish Travis when she returned and she 
turn on Lita and Becky Lynch. Even though she turned hell, the fans were still chelving for Trish, and I don't think WWE was propelled for that. Well, I think they're always trying to to be in some sort of preparation, but I'm I'm sure some of the reactions t- uh, catch them off guard a little bit. But I, I think it's all about anticipating how the fans are going to react, and and I, I don't think uh, it's a shock that Trish would get cheered. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I will say this last time, uh, people were cheering more for Becky. With all due respect to uh, Trish Stratus, they they were right. definitely more on the man's side. And they so it'll be it'll be fascinating what happens. Yeah, they killed the cage match when they it was match of the year in my eyes. Yeah, both those ladies worked hard. It, it was a great match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next we've got Grayson Waller taking on an NXT superstar for the United States Championship Tournament. Uh, what's your guess is on who from NXT is going to show up to take on the, the arrogant Aussie? Before I tell my choice, let us know in the comments who you think will be the NXT superstar. Now, I mentioned this to Tyler the other day. I know he is not in NXT, but could you guys imagine if it was all truth and he'd be saying, hey, I'm an NXT superstar, so I'm going to do it. Or are we going to have like a big name for NXT? Brian, what's his name? Corbin? Yeah, Baron Corbin. Okay, yeah. Belvin Corbin. Could you see it be in him? Um, you know, any, anything's plausible because uh, it is wrestling. Uh, Baron Corbin would would not be a bad choice, but I, I think you want to bring in somebody that's not been on the main roster yet. And you got to right. be careful because that's what makes it a little harder to just m- make an assumption. Uh, a lot of people may think, hey, Braun Breaker, uh, it, it's his time. He, he's had enough polish in NXT. It's time to bring him up. Uh, a lot of people are throwing around like uh, wrestlers such as Tyler Bates, some of the uh, UK guys that were part of NXT. Maybe that's a possibility. I'm not sure. It, it's hard because I don't watch enough NXT. It's no disrespect. It's just hard to follow everything. So uh, for me, it this one's a, a little bit more complex. I know I'm probably just overanalyzing it, but... It's not as easy. So I'm I'm kind of anxious to just see. I, I think I just want to be surprised. Honestly. Could you imagine if it's one of could you imagine if they did a Trish on us and it's one of their top females of NXT trying to cut go for the United States champion? Because we have had Beth Phoenix. We have had Nia Jax. We have had the late great China. We have had so many female going up against the guys. Do you think it's going to be one of the NFL, I mean, NXT females? I hope not. I No disrespect to all those ladies. I, I just, no, it's got to be a male. I, I don't want to see it. I, I think, uh, no, no offense to the women. I, I think this has got to be a guy that's coming uh, from NXT. Uh, and my honest, mistake, this is Sunday night 
So, yeah, I didn't let a shout out to the NFL. <laughs> no, it, it works because there there's going to be NFL games played as we're we're going live. So, yeah, that that was fun. We're we're showing our love and support for the NFL for some right. football. Uh, next up, we got more of the United States uh, Championship first round. Austin Theory, Kevin Owens. Uh, we don't know what's going on with the injury to the hand, if this is part of the storyline or if there, there's some legitimate uh, concern over his uh, injury. Pardon me as I had to pause there a little bit. But Austin Theory and Kevin Owens, uh, these guys are, are good in the ring. Uh, the promos that they could have, um, I think. I, I don't know. It's just hard to say. I, I think I, I want to lean on Kevin Owens a little bit to win the matchup, but I I could see Austin Theory uh, I can, also being victorious. Yeah. Now, with Positively Wrestling, when you was on their podcast a couple of days ago, right. I would love, I agree with him, I would love to see Grayson Rowland versus Austin Fairley. I think that would be an amazing matchup. Yeah, it's a it's a good point that they made on that show. Shout out once again to them, and uh, they, they were discussing the, uh, the United States uh, Championship Tournament. And no, I mean Waller versus Theory could uh, make for a good matchup. Absolutely. So one more time, this is what we're gonna see on Raw tomorrow night. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun show. It is. And then, one more time, Friday Night SmackDown. Once again, SmackDown may have Raw beat a little bit, except for CM Punk segment. Uh, I will say that, because you've got Roman Reigns returning. Absolutely. We got some more comments. Steve right. Fox. Thanks for letting me ramble on with excitement in the comments section. You are welcome, now Steve. We Feel free to type whatever yes. you want in the comments. Yeah, yeet. we're happy to have you. I'll yeet. Yeah, that there was copyrighted though. Uh, where yeah. Jay Uso can't use it. I guess some other wrestlers got it from what I was reading. Uh, but thank you, Steve. Um, I guess Steve kind of read your mind, Tyler. Uh, Braun Breaker? I, I could just see it because I think he's ready. There, there's some other names that seem obvious or maybe the, the choice that a lot of people are clamoring for. But Braun Breaker would talk about somebody that's going to make an impact. And nothing against Tyler Bate or some of the others that, you know, speaking of that podcast, the discussion they were having and had me guests on uh, was interesting. But I, I think Braun Breaker could, you know, I, I know people's like kind of questioning maybe the Braun Breaker uh, theory, but I, I think it would uh, it would be good. Absolutely. Well, everyone, this does it for Raw SmackDown and the breaking news for this week. We want to take this time to say thank you so much for supporting our posts, our content, our pages, Throughout social media, me and Tyler are going to be doing more content throughout each episode of Raw, SmackDown, 
all pay-per-view to get you guys excited and pumped for the episode. So we will be doing more content. I think it's nice that we do short clips to Tyler. Yeah, I think it's nice. It, it built up excitement for what we're doing at, you know, concerning WrestleManiacs. And I uh, couldn't agree more with you, Waylon. It, it, like I've stated before, after mentioning it, it's always a good time with you and with a fellow wrestling fan who's passionate, who's bringing up some just observant uh, points that, that had me thinking in a fun way. So I want to thank you and, and those who joined the comments, Steve Fox. And, and please watch the replay, if nothing else. We, we understand life happens. And, mm-hmm. and everything. And before I, we, we get off here, Waylon, I, I will say I, my prayers are are going out to the families here in, in Middle Tennessee, where I, close to where I live. A, tor- a bad tornado hit just north of us and uh, left a lot of damage. So I wanted to send my thoughts and prayers uh, before we we said goodbye here, because uh, I, I can't even imagine what they're having to go through. A lot of people lost their homes, got injured. Uh, sadly, people lost their lives. So I wow. wanted to make sure I, I, I stated that. God bless and prayers to the victims. And now, everyone, let us know in the comments. Comment on our content. Let us know what you would like to see on WrestleManiacs. Give us some ideas. Would you like us to talk about past episodes that we grew up in? Do you want us to do a fallback? Let us know. We will talk about the current WWE news and rumor. But would you like us to do more? Just let us know. Give us some ideas. Me and Tyler are up for ideas. Yeah, we are. Please uh, share your feedback. Uh, some various concepts like Wayland's mentioning. And we'll be happy to oblige. Uh, we're all for kind of going back, even if it's something we hadn't watched yet. Because there's been so much content over the years. Please uh, give us your uh, your thoughts, your suggestions on it, and uh, we'll be sure and check it out. This wraps up WrestleManiacs with Waylon and Tyler, Episode 2. Until WrestleMania, ep- WrestleManiacs 3, we will catch you all next time on Ressa Maniacs with Waylon and Tyler. That's the finisher for WrestleManiacs with Waylon and Tyler this week. Be sure to ring the bell for another brand new episode that you'll soon enjoy regarding the news and highlights from WWE. See y'all next time.